Okay. Welcome. <laughs> All four of us here. Uh, yes. Yes. Man, amazing. Where were we last week? There was Peru. I was in Peru. <laughs> <laughs> Washington. Washington. Wasn't that? Washington was it? State. Portland. Yes, you were. Oregon. Yes, you One were. Two. All, you know, those aren't the above. same state. Portland and, and Washington. Well, see, that's why I get all confused. Yeah. <laughs> where, where they're, was, they're close. Was they're neighbors. I don't know where you were. Just taking the week off, probably. Wow. Yeah. Wow. From <laughs> the cares of the world. Oh, you were Maybe you really were in Peru. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. You were getting treatment. Yes. Treatment. Infusion. Oh, yeah. Infusion. You got an infusion. Yeah. Yeah. We needed you to have like an infusion. Yeah. Like a, like yeah. Nice. Like, yeah. <laughs> the card that we're dealing with today, the Cure card says, love acts as a safety net when we admit the truth about ourselves. Mm. Love acts as a safety net when we admit the truth about ourselves. So I imagine there are some alternatives to love and... Uh, what might those be uh, that might not cause us to have a safety net? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you. This is one of those times where you wish we were on video. I know. That would have been so I good. may have said something cynical earlier. But they'd like me to like Oh, that. how we wish. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it it's really your turn, David. Within the role of things where I just kind of insert slyly, <laughs> you know, talk about discipleship oh, you know, as, as a, maybe an um, anti. So, oh. so why, David? Uh, yeah. All cynicism aside here, David, why? Most cynicism aside. Let's yeah. say most cynicism aside. All of it. <laughs> why, uh, why did discipleship occur to you as an unsafe place well, for admitting the, the truth? The first word you guys said in, in you know, preparing for the podcast was judgment. And then I started thinking through some of the experiences I've had. I've had some good experiences with people who truly are discipling me. And then I've had experiences with people who knew that I needed to be discipled and they were going to be my, you know, the person who bestowed upon me all of their knowledge. And somehow in that process, I learned that everything about me was quite wrong. And uh, you talk about unsafe. It's like, go and make disciples of all their, go and know that all people are worse than you. <laughs> Build yourself up so that everyone underneath you can feel like they are buckets of slime. And one day, uh, that's not cynicism. No, like, no. no. It's I don't your history. It's your personal no. history. There's no pain in those no. statements. No. Nothing. It's no. clear as a bell. No therapy needed for that. No. I've only been a Christian three days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe since I was four. Yeah. Well, it, it, I mean, that card, I, I, I said this morning, we, we have to do that card because that's such a hugely important. For me, it's a, it's a marker. I mean, that concept that even even if you guys are I had to start with a God who had my back if I was going to disclose because I did not disclose I, I, I selectively disclosed in a way that would I had a Supreme Court that was always protecting my image and the thought that because girlfriends went away when they found out the real me, and so, so I was so guarded to do that. And I only the, knew about the one girlfriend. Oh, many. Oh, They're, Bruce. Oh, okay. Bruce, the book yeah. couldn't hold all the oh, girlfriends that 
Yeah. Now, two. Yeah. Two. 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 Yeah. Two. <laughs> two. Okay. What in the fourth yeah. grade? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them are teachers who I had a crush on. Okay, <laughs> all right. Um, but, but the thought that Jesus had his arm around me and that he had my back in the disclosure, somehow, somewhere, that broke through to me. And it gave me permission to start thinking about trusting fallible human beings. Because the alternative for me to not disclose things about myself was hiddenness that would kill me, that, that would destroy me, that would keep me sick. So, so I, I wish I could say for me that was a logical, well-thought-out paradigm. It wasn't. But, but that, that reality that, John, wherever you go, my arm's around you, and I can take and protect you in the hit of your disclosure. Not protect you in the... You won't like necessarily the responses of some unhealthy people, but, but big picture, I've got you, John. And that, that has been... I mean, it's... What, whatever disclosure I've been able to do in my life, whatever um, vulnerability I've been able to have stems from that reality that love is the safety net for my disclosure that, that gives me the permission and, and incentive and excitement to keep disclosing. This is partly <coughs> why the person who feels all alone out in some outpost can begin Absolutely. to trust Absolutely. someone else with them because of the truth of this card. Absolutely. This principle that God is my safety net That's for right. whatever goes down. He That's has right. my back, as you say. And yet I know him being my safety net, he's going to give me some people who are very safe for me to disclose to. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. starting from Jesus, I can now search out and not giving everything away at first, but starting to see who are those people who, when I tell them the truth about me, are safe with me. I, I still I still go back to the first time I told you this horrible thing about me from my past before I was going to become an elder. And I thought, Bill has that on me now. He could use that against me anytime he wanted, if he wanted to win an argument in an elders meeting or anything. And I remember three years later coming back to him and saying, Bill, I just want to reference that thing I told you before. And you, you said, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't remember it. Uh, that... A lot of help you are. Yeah, a lot of help you are in protecting me. But but it, it, it was that thought that oh my gosh, you're safe. You're not going to use this against me. You yeah. and yeah. and so it it really created a base where I could do that with you, uh, yeah. Bruce, and you, David, and and a, right. a bunch of others. Well, what you just said, John, about others is also true about God. He's not going to use it against us. That's right. See, and that's that's, so that's right. one of the fears we have. Right. Is our is so many people are brought up in a theology where God is going to get even with them for screwing up right. are worse than even. As though God doesn't know if you Ex- don't tell him. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But, but he's not. Yeah, that's right. I mean, he's really not. That's and, right. And wouldn't it be great if we didn't? And I still could say to you, I have no idea what you told me. I, you you may want to review it yeah, someday, yeah, but no, I've I forgotten really, about I, it. I think you've changed. I think you would do something with it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I, no, I can't take the risk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I and I think that the, um, the this little card always for us has that opposite reality, and that is what what's true if if I don't do this. Yeah, you know, if I don't have that safety net, 
What's true if I just never have a place where I can be known? What, what, what's true? I mean, I become immature, crippled, dysfunctional. And, and you just go, well, I'll just keep working on being immature and dysfunctional. That's, that's the only alternative we have. And I'm going to pass that baton to my children. Exactly. And, right. to every, and to everybody I influence. Well, that's right. I create an environment that says, and by the way, you can't do that with me. You can't be vulnerable with me. You can't, right. you can't tell your stuff to me because I've already shown you that I won't do it with you. you know? Right. And, and what, David, you just did jump the generation there, but that's, that's the reality of it. If, if I don't have any hope for me, I can't offer you hope. I can offer you a plan to work on your stuff as hard as I work on my stuff, but I can't offer you hope. And I hear our listeners saying, you don't know how many churches I've tried where that hasn't been true, and it didn't feel safe, and it didn't feel real, and it felt like if I told my stuff, I'd be the only person, and I'd be ostracized or or pitied or whatever. And so we, we go back again to saying... There are a lot of people in that church who feel the same way and long for a different mm-hmm. environment. Yeah. And sometimes you get to be the one who gently and quietly seeks out such an audience in such a world. And, and you, you discover all the way to the very um, positional top in a local body how much a senior pastor desperately needs that or an elder or a leader oh. or a group leader but they just have never found a safe place to have it. And cultures can change. Cultures can change simply by you. Not, not, not demanding, but starting to create that environment where you say, I'm going to risk telling you something about myself. And I'm, because I am firmly grounded in the safety of my identity that Jesus has my back. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm not afraid of the consequences. I know that there will be consequences in some, but I'm going to start this because it's that desperately important to me. Wow. Okay. Amen. That, that is a very important week we've just finished. And uh, I hope if, if, if you're there thinking, you know, this is never going to happen for me, just mm-hmm. write us. Um, talk to us because this is the foundation. This, this um, fact that God is love and that it actually works in relationship with God and with others is foundational Absolutely. to Christianity. And if we don't have that, we don't have the basis for which Christ And, and there's, a, there's a whole movement out there, guys, that says, I can do this with God, but I can't ever do it with people and with others. And so they have this mystical relationship with God, mm-hmm. but they never entrust themselves to others. And you can see it on their faces. You can, yeah. you can see it when you're in a room with them. And it's yeah. almost a, a, a pietistic um, Teflon way of being. And they, they do not disclose themselves to you. Yes. And, I don't, and I don't entrust myself and, to them. And they don't have to because the theology says they're okay with that, God. That's right. Yeah. And, and because man is not to be trusted and all of those only you Lord and God's saying hey buddy I gave you these humans where it could be tried out in real life John 17 so so it, it, it it's time now for us to stop that pretend world too and try this out with other human beings 
because that's what love is. L yeah. Love is you hearing my fragility and meeting a need, standing with me, Amen. owning it with me. Otherwise, we never get to love each other. That's right. Yeah. Well, that's what creates the programmatic or institutional discipleship that David was talking <laughs> that's about. That's right. Instead Such a of joy. <laughs> the, the relational discipleship. That's right. Yeah. Well, we'll see you next week at Bo's Cafe. Thanks for coming by.